All right, folks, welcome to another episode of the Crushcast. Today, we have regional honor associate Evan Press. Evan, welcome. Thanks, Jim. Happy to be here. So I see you at all these high-profile events, and you've just been honored as the regional honor associate. But I'd like to start by going back to when you broke into the business. Let's go there. What was that like when you first broke in? I was working for my father in the fabric business, and there was a gentleman um, who's just retiring uh, at the end of this year named Andy Messelson. We used to call him Coach. And he was a, a DM and he was a good friend of my father. And I was working for my father in the fabric business, not having a great time. And uh, he said, hey, you know, you should have Evan come work with with this teacher you know, group uh, um, and work with teachers in that area. And I said, perfect. See you, dad. I loved it. But thank you. I want to go into the corporate world. And so I started studying and uh, passed my exams and, and off I came into the RBG under uh, Derek Giacomazzi, who was my manager at the time. What was it like for you breaking in? Was it difficult? You know, I not really. I think it was for me, it was natural. I, I seem to have the gift of gab. I like talking with people. I'm social. Um, I knew I was good with people and I could talk to people and I believed in what we were doing. So. And when did it start clicking for you going from I'm breaking in, I'm doing this successfully to maybe seeing a larger vision of what was possible? Yeah. So, you know, I'd say starting in my second year when I was having success doing what, you know, the the, the RPG model was, I think, you know, seeing what, you know, Ted Beal Jr., Ted Beal Sr., John DeLiso, all them had built and the model was, hey, this is what you do and this is where you can get to. Um, when I started to live that and do that on a daily basis, uh, which was for me, I'd say relatively quick. Um, but you know, that's when I kind of saw, okay, I can do this. I can go out there and build clientele. And so I thought to myself, all right, they told me how to, how to do it. I'm going to go do it. And I believed in the model from day one. What made you believe in it from day one? We, we both talk to people that are in their earliest years and you can see that they're still battling with it. Yeah. What made it make sense to you right out of the blocks? You know, I think it was just seeing what they had accomplished and just understanding that it took time, but this is, this is the end goal. And so I think for a lot of people, it's tough to see, you know, not just tomorrow or next month or next year. Um, it, it's tough to see what it could be in the future uh, years out. And, and I, I think I was able to see that where others may not have seen that. And so I really did what they said, hey, this is what you have to do. And I kept doing it and I kept doing it and I kept doing it. And like we've discussed, I did it for a decade and I still continue to do it today. And, and I've built my, my practice all around that. Um, and I think a lot of folks who came in, you know, some at that time thought they could do it differently, wanted more, you know, they wanted more now. And um, I just kind of thought, okay, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And if I keep doing it, I'll have a great future. I may not make a ton right now, um, or I may not have as much success right now, but if I do it the way I'm told, I will in the future. And so I believe that I live that I breathe that. And uh, I think I, I think it paid off for me. You, you bought into the model. 
you believed in the model and then you executed on the model. And, and now you're in a position where you're now visiting with people that were in your seat. It puts you in such a great position to share thoughts on here's what you need to do to build your career. Yep. Yeah. No. And uh, yep. Was that, was that a question, Jim, or do you want me to answer that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I watch you present, like there's one presentation, which I marvel at. And you'll say, what kind of objections do you get? What kind of questions do you get? And you put every single one up and you're not flat footed on it because you've, you've heard every single one of them. And I think you create this confidence for everybody in the crowd, like, okay, there, there are no new concerns. You can master this. Yep. But to me, listening to you, like you made a decision early, I'm in, and then just committed. That's the magic, isn't it? It absolutely is. That That is the magic. And you have to be able to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel, because in our marketplace, you know, you're, you're working with teachers, you're not working with people who are necessarily high income earners, some may be and, and some of their spouses may be high income earners. But, you know, and then I think people get sidetracked sometimes when they see others, maybe in the traditional space doing some bigger cases, and they think, Oh, well, I could do that and 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 get to where I want to be faster. But the truth is, um, you know, if you continue and you're consistent, and I think that's the biggest thing, right? It, you may not, you not may not. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think yeah. Ted Beal Senior said that, um, or someone else did. But that was always something that I always believed in. It's 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 a marathon, not a sprint. And and if you concentrate on the model, you're building something that is extraordinary. And and quite frankly, I think a lot of us, you know, who came into the business in the RBG, never thought it could be what it is today. Um, and so what an extraordinary business we have today in the RBG. And so I'll tell you, I love, you mentioned crisscrossing the country. I really do love and enjoy going and sharing my story. And the joy I get is for to see them have the same success and to build upon what we have in the RBG. And that's, that's most important for me so that we, the legacy that that Ted Beal Sr. and John DeLiso and Ted Beal Jr. have left us, we continue on the future. That's super important to me, I'll tell you that. You are definitely perpetuating it. Now, let me move to a totally different area. Where I first got to know you a little bit better was during NAF meetings. And I know that you were involved with the NAF for years. What drew you to the NAF? And what was the experience like for you? Yeah, so it's interesting because the the, you know, in our branch, uh, years, years, years ago, we needed some representation. And so I was never really into it. I, you know, I would attend some of the NAF meetings locally and, but, but I never really was into it. And then I decided, okay, you know what, I'll represent our branch. Came to a meeting um, as a branch trip, met a bunch of people. And then a year or two later, um, Matt Gass called me and, and he was the chair at the time. And I know, you know, Matt, uh, very well. And he said, listen, I think you'd be great for the executive committee. And I think that spoke to me to be able to, you know, do more um, in that role. And so I was all in and uh, I ran. Uh, it was during COVID. So so the the uh, the voting was done, you know, uh, online and, and via video. But I was able to make it on the executive committee. And then 
you know, just this spending time with, with the people on the executive committee and that experience and getting to meet, you know, seeing you, seeing David, um, you know, getting to spend more time with, with Mark and, and, and everybody um, and Nick, you know, just was really great. And, and I got to know a lot of people and have great relationships in the company. I think that's what it's all about. And, and still today, uh, it's gone a long way for me. It really has. And, and I hopefully not only has it gone a long way for me, but hopefully I've been able to help, you know, move things forward um, for group retirement, which was the community I ran. Isn't it exciting to see a challenge raised, acknowledged and solved in a short period of time, just through collaboration? I just yeah. love that. That's what the NAF drops. It really does. How, how do you find the time to build this into a very successful practice? You've got, a, you've got a rich family life. You've got a massive client base. Yet here you are contributing to RBG support and to the NAF. Why did you decide to do it? How did you actually do it? Yeah, well, if you, if you talk to my wife, she may not agree that I do it well, um, but I, I certainly try. Um, you know, I, I just... I work a lot, but I still, I still have family time. I still coach, you know, help coach my daughter's tennis team. Um, I'll tell you, it's interesting because I think the role I have now for the RBG and, and, and for the Pacific complex, you know, when I go to, to these conferences and I help train and I do all those things, part of that helps my practice as well. Um, it introduces me to different people in the industry um, in terms of going to conferences and meeting superintendents and building relationships. So not only am I helping build relationships for, you know, the branches, um, but I'm, I'm, I'm building, you know, systems and, and business for myself as well. So I'm able to do both at the same time because of the relationships I'm able to build at some of these conferences. It does help my business. But then also, you know, the training, I, I just really love doing that. Um, you know, it's just something that that really calls to me. And I love giving back. It was during COVID. You know, we were all stuck at home. And I said, I want to give me something to do. I, I, I love working with people. I love working with the branch, you know. And so at that time, we were able to work with the branch and work with group retirement and kind of put me into this role. And um, I just love it. I love helping people. I love being involved. I love being involved with the branch. And I love seeing people being successful. And I love seeing our branches being more successful, our complex being more successful, and the nation being more successful. Yeah, your, your positivity just pre-announces you. I mean, it's just flying out of you. And there are people that you spend time with that always seem to be on, always seem to be up, find the bright side, find the way to win. And you're one of them. From, from the vantage point of how do you live that way? Is this mindset? Were you just naturally born optimistic? Is this something you work on? Like, what's your formula? Because you are always on, up, and having fun. Yeah, that's. I I got to tell you, I don't know if there's a formula for that, Jim. I think a lot of that comes from my my personality. Um, but you know, certainly no um, no point in being negative. And uh, I just like to have fun in life. I like to, you know, joke around. I like to be positive. I like to talk to people. Otherwise, I'm bored. <laughs> and I don't, I don't yeah. like to be bored. I don't like to get down on myself. Uh, I like to be happy. 
And I like to be around others and other people. And that's what drives me, right? If, if yeah. I'm sitting here at home by myself, um, I got to get out of the house. I always got to be doing something. I always get to get out of the house. I think it's part of my personality. Um, but, you know, the business, you know, this business alone drives me. I want to, I want to do more. I want to get better. I want to see more growth in my own personal practice in the RBG, you know, not only in the, in the complex, but nationally. And so that's what, that's what gets me up every morning, you know, you get um, energized by fully engaging with others, pressing yourself. All right. Final question. Yep. This is, we've just out of Thanksgiving, 2023, as you look forward to next year, what are you most excited about personally or professionally? Yeah. So I would say next year, you know, personally, it's always, you know, making sure I'm spending time with my family, making sure my daughter who just started high school is, you know, and, and my son middle school, making sure I'm there as much as I can be um, and in their lives, which is super important to me. And, and I am. And that's the greatest thing about this. This business is it gives us flexibility to be able to do that with with our kids. And so I'm I'm extremely grateful for that. You know, professionally, I think there's so much to do, you know, working with Greg Laspiza and our branch. Um has given me a ton of energy, um, you know, to, to continue um, next year for our branch and to move us along in, in the RBG. And then of course, working with the complex and Don O'Donnell and making sure that is, is up and running and, and moving forward. I mean, that's, that's the stuff that gives me um, that, that gets me up in the morning. Now, of course I want to, I want to build my own practice and, and keep going up. And, and I have a coach who helps me, you know, um, who, who helps me a ton focus on that. And so he really, he really does help me focus on all of it, but yeah, just trying to grow the practice, trying to grow the branch and trying to grow the RBG and the complex nationally, all of it. I want to do all of it, Jim. That's exactly what I was thinking is I was listening to this. I was trying to find the focal point, but the thing is like, you're a role model for being enthusiastic about everything about engaging in everything, about having fun and getting better. It's been a great discussion. Very much appreciation and respect, Evan. Yeah, thank you, Jim, for all you do. And, and your positivity and energy as well, because I think a lot of us feed off that. So thank you. Thanks, Evan.